reason I love doing human centered design in New York, it's like a perfect place for this, because you can just hop on the subway and you can talk to anybody. You can talk to somebody from you know, one of 180 countries, right? Just going to Queens, right? You, you know, these underground musicians, it's just it's such a great place to connect with people. Welcome to The Lowdown, a podcast of news and ideas from the Columbia Alumni Association. We enjoyed talking to the design studio so much that we wanted to share more of the candid conversation we had about design thinking and much more. Spoiler alert, there's a blooper reel. I wanted to get a better idea of who Adam and Alice are, not just as design studio people, but as design thinkers in general. What I got was a look into how they look at the world around them and what they see in the future of design thinking. So I asked, what inspires you? Honestly, the thing that gets me the most inspired is just is seeing students come in here and change a little bit, right? Where they do things that they didn't think they could do before, and they develop this motivation, passion for a project that they care about, and they just attack it. Like that gets me excited, and and I learn from it, and I learn, you know, what is what was it that got that person engaged, and how can I do more of it? So that's I I do a number of things in my life. I do a lot of research on the impact of design. I work with organizations and I teach. And I think the teaching is the most inspiring because you get to see you get to see people change and um, you get to see it like in front of your eyes, which is great. For me, I think one thing that has been kind of something I can't get out of my head recently is um, how you can use design thinking and this kind of entrepreneurial mindset that we've been generating here at Columbia in um, vastly different contexts. So to give you an example, this winter I was in Beirut um, running a couple of design thinking trainings for Mercy Corps. Um, Mercy Corps' Lebanon teams, but also their Syria teams. And the reason that they were so excited about design thinking was because they wanted to know how they could better serve um, entrepreneurial refugees and host community members who are interested in starting things, um, you know, small businesses in Syria, for example. Um, And they also just wanted to kind of add some innovation to the work that they do. And they're a really innovative organization, but um, it was incredible kind of running through these trainings with them and having them think about how can we use this to start businesses in Lebanon or start businesses in Syria or um, create programs that are more human-centered in our work? And there's this push around the world to to really become more human-centered. And seeing, seeing that happen in the humanitarian space has been really exciting for me. And it's been very cool for the design studio to kind of be able to support people in that way. So that was awesome. So Steve Blank, who teaches here at Columbia, has done a lot with Lean Launchpad methodology and, and got into a lot of different places. I think what's neat is when you see something like design thinking and Lean Launchpad come together and it provides kind of a two different scaffolds. It provides a, a, an action plan, but also a way of thinking and working. And I think that's that to me is really exciting. So I've seen a number of companies take on these, become more sophisticated about how they take on some of these innovation processes and really adapt them to what they're, what they're doing. Um, so, th- you know, that, that to me is the, I think, the exciting future is what, like, what is born when you start combining these things, which is, again, why we love combining design thinking and entrepreneurship, because I think it, it, it is leading to something new and special. When it comes to becoming a design thinker, how do you learn? 
I asked Adam and Alice, what are the books you're reading? You know, I think to, to engage in design thinking, a lot of people tend to like read as many books as they can about it, which is a normal way to learn about something, which, which Alice, which you mentioned. But I think they will read a, read a book and then never really try anything the book suggests. So one of my favorite examples of, of a book that I think is actionable is written by a Columbia alum. His name is Bernie Roth. It's called The Achievement Habit. So it's very much about how design and creativity can help you in your life. But he sets out all these different exercises and he's like, try them. Like, don't just read the book, but try it. Do it. So it's a, it's a, it's a great book to read. But if you don't try it, then it's just, it just kind of lives in your head. It's all about getting out there and trying things. So I'm really nerdy, <laughs> like, like Adam, I think. Um, I read things that I get excited about. Um, so the last book I read was actually Startup Communities by Brad Felds. It's a book about how um, Boulder, Colorado became this incredible entrepreneurial ecosystem. And it's something, for some reason, I'm really fascinated in. How can you create these communities kind of like the one we have here at the design studio where very very different types of people come together with this common vision of building new things and being creative um so yeah it's a great book i'm uh i'm currently kind of going through the the dean's challenge at sepa and um we're trying to kind of use some of these thinkings um in this project that we're doing so then i asked them how they use design thinking in their own lives here's a hint it involves adam's in-laws over the Christmas break, we, my wife and, and two kids, we went to the in-laws house, who I love and adore. We went to, to Tempe, Arizona, and spent um, a couple weeks there. And it really was a prototype for what it means to live everywhere in the United States but New York. Like, it was a cult, cult, car culture, which, which I've forgotten. What does it mean to, like, strap your kids in the car seat every, t- every time you need to go anywhere? And so it gives us a sense of, like, if we move out of New York, like, what are we what are we in store for? Because we, we moved here with my daughter, my first daughter was two and a half. We don't know what it's like to live to live with a family elsewhere. So just keeping in mind of what that means for our future and being intentional about that time helped. I mean, it basically was a prototype. there you have it, the behind-the-scenes view of design thinking. Like Alice said in the last episode, the key is just getting out there and trying new things and learning how to think in new ways. So, happy designing! For more information about the design studio, visit them at entrepreneurship.columbia.edu slash design studio or shoot them an email at designstudio at columbia.edu. Thank you for listening to The Lowdown. To hear more stories, head over to thelowdown.alumni.columbia.edu. This episode was produced by Shanna Crumley and the Columbia Alumni Association with music by Poddington Bear. Columbia University is a mecca of great ideas and one of the world's greatest cities. And with more than 330,000 Columbia alumni who are leaders in every field imaginable and spread across the world, the Columbia Alumni Association brings you the latest musings, updates, and insights from Columbia University. Learn more about the Columbia Alumni Association at alumni.columbia.edu. Is this, is this thing on? Okay, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No honky. What is? What is it still? What is it doing? Adam's brain is going to explode.
is also hammering above <laughs> any podcast film you want to do. We're building things. Yeah, so we're building. Yeah. So, so that's Those a that's a team are, yeah. building. Um, they're building their next generation of incubators yeah. in the background there. Yeah. Which is, why not? It's brutal. The car is iterating upon its its honking. We want to mention, though, like, the reason they're not all the same is because we don't think that you have to cycle through the same way. No way they're different? Yep. Whoa! Hello? Did you hear that? Anyway, so I thought that was worth mentioning. No one will hear it because of the constant honking, <laughs> but that's fine. Or they'll hear it. And not, and then they'll internal, they'll not internalize the honking. Wherever they hear a car horn, they'll just mindsets. Yeah, collaboration. <laughs> we'll be stuck there. That's a great idea.